own exposed people to the hidden gems within themselves and around them. That is my, that's my purpose. That's my goal. By seeing me live my life, I mean, people go luxurious, all these things, but it's really just me tapping into the hidden gem within myself and the hidden gems around me. You know, giving people the empowerment, not just by looking at my life, but also the tools as well, um, the space, the resources to be able to have their own world of their own hidden gems and to be able to not limit themselves to wherever they're from or how they grew up or their story, but also know that their story is always developing. Like they're, you are a gem. I mean, when you find like gold, when you find diamond, it's a gem, but you don't really know. It takes someone to be like, I'm going to commit to finding this thing. And that's what I want for people. I want to, I want people to say, yeah, I, I did that because she, she gave me the space to do that. All right, we are sitting down with Lalu Anabanju. Anabanju. Wow. No, Lalu Lalu Anabanju. On a banjo. You've told me this before. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, okay. Can you tell the audience how to pronounce your name? It's Lalu Anabanju. Okay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? uh, How are you doing? I'm good. I'm living life. Yeah, living life, traveling the world. Something like that. A little something, something. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell the audience, uh, actually, can you move the, the mic a little closer to you? Closer to me? Okay. Yeah, like perfect. Just like that. Okay. So can you tell the audience a little bit about you and, you know, what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, hmm. So my name is Lalona Banja and I am a traveling food content creator, which basically just means I get paid to eat and travel around the world. That's just in a nutshell. Yeah. That's the end. <laughs> amazing. Thank you. I mean, obviously, I've been on a couple exactly. trips <laughs> with you. <laughs> I, I feel like it's the first time I heard this, but for the audience. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, you live a pretty awesome life. Oh, thank you. How, how did you get into it? Well, I actually didn't choose it. It chose me, you know, so it was okay. destiny. We were, we were fated for each other. Okay. Um, so I was working in finance and at the time, so I came to Texas and for a job. And then the job disappeared, just like with COVID, everything just disappeared. So mm-hmm. I would like, go outside just because I didn't want to be depressed in my house and crying and wallowing in suffering and loneliness and sadness. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I would go outside <laughs> and just walk around and like try different places that I hadn't been to because <laughs> while I was working, I never got to really explore Austin or see what was around. And I just, you know, take photos of my little broken iPhone and one day visit Austin, which is Austin's marketing, marketing team for their tourism board. Okay. And they emailed me and they're like, hey, we saw this photo you posted. We'd love to buy it. And that I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. And so they bought the licensing rights for that photo. Um, and at this time, I think I had like maybe like 2,000 followers or something, like yeah. maybe 1,000. And it was all people that I know. So yeah. not that I know 2,000 people, you know, when you go to college or like, and all stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, and I was just like, wait, how much do people actually charge for us? I was literally on Google like, hey, Auntie Google, how much to charge? Yeah. And then I saw that people actually do it. People actually like sell their photos online and... So that happened. I didn't really think much of it because I was still very much dead set on going back into like uh, private equity and Mm -hmm. that was the world that I was in. So 
Then they emailed again a couple of months later, like, hey, we saw this other photo. Can we also buy this one? And that was when I was, yeah, it was, and then it was like a thing that they were renewing that they were like, oh, we'll renew the photo rights every year. Um, But they would pay for the photo to use the photo on their website. So every single time they would like buy a photo, which was Mm -hmm. only two photos at a time, it would show up on Visit Austin's website. And then people were coming to my Instagram page being like, hey, just curious, how do I get to go to this place? How do I, and I was like, uh, what is happening? So that's kind of how it started. And then from there, I was like, okay, maybe there's a demand for this. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there's a demand for like people actually wanting to know, because it's always something that we ask, right? It's like whenever you think about a place that no one goes to like Texas, it's like, what do I do there? Like, what is there to do in Texas? Right, you right. know, when you think about like, or Iowa or New Mexico or something like that. And I've always loved traveling. I traveled before, but I would only go on vacation, not really for anything else. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, that's kind of how we started. And then I just like started putting together places that I go to and on Instagram. And then from there, it just grew into a thing. And I started like emailing other cities and states like, hey, I would love to come and like expo- explore and expose hidden gems in your mm-hmm. city. No one replied to me, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine months. I mean, which I understand because they were just like, girl, you don't even have 5K followers, right? Right, right. But I, I kind of saw a market in it, yeah. you know, and I saw that there was something there. And if there's something about me, it's like my ma- mantra is if I'm hearing a no, I'm just not talking to the right person. So I'll just yeah. keep going. And I just kept going and I just kept emailing. And then New Mexico and New Orleans said yes about nine months later because it was like when COVID was just lifting and mm. travel was just starting again. Um, so I did. So I went there and I did New Mexico and they loved it and kind of like did the little something, something online. And people started like booking trips to New Mexico and then New Orleans and then Oklahoma City. And then from there, everywhere else. And how it started. Wow. That, so when you got to, when, when New Mexico hit you up, mm-hmm. how many followers did you have at that time? I was still under 5K. I really? Yeah, I was under 5K. I remember, yeah, I was under 5 Because I remember being so, so scared yeah. <laughs> when like the trip was coming closer and closer. I was just like, oh my gosh, what if I get there? And like, I don't know what to do. Like I had just maxed out my credit cards and buy a camera. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! So I had called up my friend because I'm from New York and she mm. lives in New York, and I was like, hey, I just like need someone to like come with me on this trip. She and she actually had somehow always been like, you should start a blog, you should like mm. do something like. And I was like, girl, do you see me, girl? I'm gonna be a corporate lawyer. That's not happening. Ill, gross. <laughs> so she came with me and literally we're there, just like on YouTube, trying to figure out how to turn on a camera. <laughs> Jesus. But it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I was I was definitely I I do believe that by the time I hit 10K, I I don't know if yeah, it was it was a while. Not like a while. It took me about like um maybe a year and a half to hit 10K. But when I went to New Mexico, it was definitely like under five. They took a chance on me. I really appreciate New Mexico for that. They have my heart forever. That's awesome. (laughs) So you said New Mexico and New Orleans. New Mexico, New Orleans, and Oklahoma City. It was like back to back to back um, because it was in the summer and yeah. that those were the dates that they had available. And I was like, sure, I'll take it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do I also get paid for this? Did you? Yeah, I did. I sure did. Got my you, money. You mind telling me how much? I'm, not, I'm just curious. No, of course. Um, I believe New Mexico paid me $3,000. Hold on. New Mexico paid you three thousand dollars. Yeah, with five thousand followers. Less than it less was, uh, l- less. Yeah, 
You said 2000 or somewhere in between that. No, I started my, when I, um, Austin paid for the photo, that was when I was at 2000. Okay. And, and then, then, so I had 3000, I'd grown like 3000 3, followers between like Austin posting my photos on their website and stuff. And like, you know, it was also coming up on explore page. And how that. do you get that though? Is it just because your work was just that much different, that much better than I'm just so good. <laughs> 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 um, how do I get what? The th- $3,000 at, under 5k following I, that seems like crazy high to me but maybe i just don't know enough about the I, travel industry and the influencer world i mean from what i know now i think honestly it was what they got out of it because yeah. they, i did a lot um yeah, it was like the content. post yeah it was a lot of content and at the time um there also wasn't a lot of i mean there wasn't like a lot of like big hair, dress, like up at it. You know, I, I had a so whole you're brand in. You're unique. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say that because I don't know everybody, but you know, I'm me and yeah. me is unique. <laughs> I think. You are. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but I hope you meant that in a good way. No, a great way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I think it was me more so Brandon because I didn't just come and say, I, when I was pitching to them, the whole pitch was about exposing hidden gems. Like I was mm-hmm. very dead set on that and I had a whole pitch and places that I wanted to hit and I think it just showed a lot of research and all travel boards and tourism boards from what I've realized now they have a minimum that they pay. Uh-huh. They have like a range that they pay um, and it's right around that range so they can go lower but v- they don't really, they can go higher. I mean, depending on how much more numbers you have but yeah. the 3,000 was like, okay, yeah, we can we can make this work, you know, but I need yeah. to get you as my manager because I remember I told you about the Uber I one. I will get a 25% <laughs> on your page. <laughs> 15. Yeah. <laughs> 25. <laughs> yeah, remember your the Uber. O- the yeah. Uber yeah. Dude, so how are you now? Huh? How are you now with the negotiations? Oh, I'm doing better. Doing a lot better after you told me I dropped the... F- the you ball did. You, you <laughs> heavily. Did. I was scared for you, <laughs> honestly. I was like, ooh, I should hire him. I'm <laughs> You did, but now you, you if know. the audience knew how big of a ball I dropped. It was big. Yeah. That's what we're gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm doing better. I'm doing better now. Oh, so you're getting money? You making it rain? You know, I'm you're, I'm doing okay. Yeah. You know, just still working on it. But hey, I mean, I'm still looking for management. Oh, yeah. Maybe you could right, be my. You know, right now my mom is my, my mom is my manager. Really? Yeah, but she, I didn't know that. You know, she she knows a lot more about the music industry. She doesn't know anything about the influencer world, so ah. she just kind of helps out whenever I need it. So. Man, it all bleeds into each other. It's all about asking people for money. So yeah, that's true. But I mean, um, yeah. But uh, let's let's move on to something else. Though. <laughs> actually, wait. So we actually, I met you, and we were around the same following when we met. We were, I think it was around ninety something k. Uh, yeah, How did you so. get from? I think that question is more so for you. Huh? I think the question you're about to ask is more so for you. No, this is for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. How did you get from f- 2,000 to 5,000 to 90 something, to 100 and something thousand now? Like, how did, how did you even get there? Because, I mean, it's, how long have you been doing this? Two years, two and a half. That's yeah. insane. How long have you been doing this? Um, officially? I mean, how long have I been getting paid to do this or just do it? <laughs> I mean, you have a great following. That's why I was like, saying like the question is more so for you because you have a huge following and your growth is incredible. Yeah, but this isn't about me. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, this yeah. is called the Sacred Thomas podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this officially. I officially started going hard at it 2020. 2020, so three. Yeah, years. I believe 2020. Yeah. But you had a following before that. Um, like 15k on Instagram, like a thousand on TikTok, maybe 500. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah. Wow. That's an incredible growth. That's insane. I appreciate it. People love you. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm just trying to get my bank account to grow like yours. Oh, God, please. <laughs> this man is rich, okay? Do not listen to him. <laughs> he got money, okay? Insert that clip here uh, where, what's her name, Quinta, was like, he got money. Uh, That's I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> please. Anyways, but no, I'm trying to figure out, like, so just tell me about your growth. How did you get from... 5,000 to 100 and, or 140,000? I don't know. I don't really check. You don't check. Okay, that, that might be the secret, y'all. Just post. Just just be really <laughs> I think that might passionate be it. about it. Don't worry about the following. Post. Do what you love. Boom. See, take it from the master. He knows. <laughs> that's, that's the secret. See, I, I just learned something today. So. I still look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Maybe that's what it is. Just post without looking at the numbers and then look at the numbers after and then you'll be fine. But I don't know. I think for me it was more so, um, yeah, I think that's really it. Honestly, I think you can't really be so worried about the numbers yeah. because then you're just focused on the wrong thing or and then you just get so discouraged and you quit. For, uh, like, for example, yeah. we were talking about this um, a little bit ago about YouTube and mm-hmm. I think that was that was a problem for me was like, I'm always looking at the numbers mm-hmm. on YouTube and I'm just like, why is it not moving? <laughs> Where is it? YouTube's Why? tough. YouTube's tough. But then I think that's also the thing because you're so discouraged because for me, I would get so discouraged and I now just like stop posting, yeah. which is the opposite of what you want to do. Like you want to keep posting. You want to keep being present and you want to do it for yourself, right? Because I think if you're doing it to get numbers, I mean, yes, have a goal. I truly believe in having goals. And like, yes, you could be like, I want 50K followers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because I remember before I hit 10K, I definitely had a goal to hit 10K. I was like, I want to get to 10K. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't the first and foremost goal. The first and foremost goal was how to provide value, how to show up for myself, Mm -hmm. how, like, what is the whole point of this? Like, why am I doing this? Who am I doing it for? What's the, I think that's the thing. It's the branding. That's what, I think that's what people pay for, right? Because yeah. a lot of people have insane numbers, but they don't really get paid the same thing that people with smaller following have. And it's just because... <laughs> Stop. 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 Do not throw shade. <laughs> I'm throwing shade at myself. No, <laughs> no just, I'm, I'm still heard about Uber, but anyways, go yeah. Uber, please rehire this man so we can <laughs> so we can carry on, okay? Um, so, um, and I think that's what it is. It's like people don't really like. We've gotten to a point where brands are not. I mean, yes, they care about the number, yeah. but they more so care about like the person, like the branding. Yeah. What's the package deal? I mean, it's like dating, right? You know, yeah. someone can show up and you know on paper they look great and everything, but it's like, okay, what are you really talking about? They're like, what's what's up with you? Like, where are yeah. you going? You know, who are you as a person? Yeah, once you a, start living with them, once you start traveling with them. Oh yeah, you don't do that. You don't travel with people you date. I do not. We'll, we'll get into that. Keep, keep going. <laughs> I also do not live with them. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so it sounds like Sacred has a story to tell you. But uh, what? <laughs> I didn't hear what you said on your. You brand, didn't. So. Okay. Are you, are you going to edit that out? You can't edit. I, that. I didn't hear I it. Oh, 
You didn't? No, I said, maybe Sacred has a story to tell you. I'm oh, not shy. I, I'm going to repeat before it. it. Start before it. Mm, yeah. You want to backtrack? Yeah, no, I didn't hear what you said before that. I, I actually heard, don't I heard that. what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I? Right. I think it's the literally like the whole package deal. And I think that is where the growth comes. Um, but at the same time, honestly, I'm always learning. And I think that's like the big thing is you just have to always keep on learning. And you can't take it too personally, honestly. I think that was the thing for me was that I learned from watching other people take, you know, the algorithm and all these things so personal. I'm like, just relax. Like, it's deep. I get it, but it's not that deep. (laughs) Like, I understand, yes, you've invested all this time and energy into building this brand and everything, but if it's for the right purpose, it's going to grow. It's going to find its own community and you have to show up all the time. You have to show up, but also have a balanced life. Like, you have to be content with the life you're living in order to create good content. Mm. And I think that's what it all boils down to because people can tell, right? If you're faking it, you can only fake it for so long. Um, but there has to be a value in it. Like, what mm. is the point? Like, what are you actually doing? Who are you? What are you saying? All your life doesn't have to be on the internet. I believe that if you are... Agreed. Yeah. So, Brandon, I think that was the big thing because people will like be like, oh, I want to go to this place or I want to look like this or whatever. I'm going to go to a lot of space. Or, oh, mm-hmm. if I want like, you know, a guy talking about relationships, I'm going to go to sacred and yeah. <laughs> traveling and all of that. You know, it's yeah. like, it's who are you? Like, what are you saying? And yeah, you can change that from time to time. Not change completely, but incorporate more of you in there. But I think that's what it comes down to. And that's where the growth comes in. And then you expand from there. At least that's what I see. No, I th- you are 100% correct. I think passion and value will absolutely drive anyone's mm-hmm. social media account. Yeah. Like if you're not passionate about it, then you're going to burn out. Exactly. If you don't provide value, people aren't going to look. And exactly. that value could be whether it's travel tips, relationship advice, comedy, mm-hmm. something. Something, exactly. You have to provide some type of something. value. Yeah. So, um, but even with the, with the YouTube stuff, I know you're saying you don't look at the numbers. I actually <laughs> still look at the numbers on that. Oh, YouTube, but, I look at the numbers. Yeah. But I, I stop. I've taught myself to be happy with the small wins. I'm like, yo, I just grew 100 subscribers. Oh, you're so much better than I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're so much better than I am. I can't, yeah. I think the thing for me is just like, I've never really had that overnight viral situation. You know, like when people wake up and they have like 100,000 more followers or like 50,000 more followers than they did the night before. I think you had that kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. It's been very consistently slow for you. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just delusional, but <laughs> but for me, I'm just like, it's always like a thing of where I can't really trace like what is happening. Um, like I would look at the numbers maybe like a week later and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. There's a little bit of yeah. growth there. But I think when it's not like that overnight success thing, yeah. it doesn't look like huge growth, which I think is very common for literally a lot of people. I think that helps though. I think it does too. I think it helps because you you learn how to become a good creator. You learn what your audience wants to see, what your audience likes, what they don't like, Mm -hmm. um, what works, saying things in a certain way. Just, I think you get a chance to learn. If it's, I'll tell you a story. I have a friend that grew like over 200,000 followers in like a week. Whoa. And it was crazy, crazy growth, but. Ever since then, I think he might have grown like, I don't know, 10K in like the next couple of years. And the growth stopped because when you get that quick boost, you don't really know how you did it. 
That's true. So you don't get a chance to reevaluate how to do it again, and then your numbers just don't really just keep don't up. Move. And, yeah. and, and I think in that uh, scenario, you start to lose, you start to get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dissatisfied or just, mm. you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you discourage is discouraged. Is the word. Yeah, that's you, get, the word. you get discouraged. <laughs> Look at me being very <laughs> unhelpful. <laughs> You're just like waiting for it to roll. Just watching me struggle. That's fine. But <laughs> but you get discouraged, and then you know eventually you give up. So I think the slow that's and steady true. growth that you have is probably a big reason why you're still growing and doing it. Yeah. And you also you probably just you know tenacity. I don't think you give up. Yeah. Plus, you also got paid three k at yeah, I mean, three thousand know, followers. That kind of helps. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna <laughs> That's lie. That's very the money, <laughs> the money made the the growth part. I was like, oh, I'm so getting paid anyway. Like, <laughs> whatever. But I think that's the thing. It's like, and I think that's the big the big takeaway, right? It's like yeah. to other people, it, everything might look really quick and really fast and people would be like, oh my gosh, you grew like literally to this number in such a short period of time. But to us, to the creator, it yeah. could go, look very slow and very discouraging. Yeah. And I think from the outside looking in, that's why I always say like, I mean, people say this all the time, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. It's like what you're seeing as this like, oh my gosh, I just want to be like this person. You don't even know how they're feeling about that part of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so while other people might be like, oh my gosh, she like grew to like 100K, like you were saying, in like two years. To me, I was like, where's the million? Here we go. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, I also really agree with what you said about the discouragement on the, like the overnight success, because I think it just like boxes them in, don't you think? Like yeah. whatever made them grow that much overnight, yeah. it's like people only want that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially on TikTok. Yeah, I don't uh, TikTok, man. I, I, huh? I thought I don't get TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is a tough one, but I, I can tell you from experience, you can't evolve on there because, you know, I started mm. with like the thirst traps, fashion stuff, and somehow they finally started listening to and me. And now so. you're everybody's lover boy. Mm. Lover boy? What? <laughs> I don't know. Where that is. <laughs> you're like the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You're like the household, like wholesome guy. Listen, I need to start adding I just need to start showing more real stuff because honestly like yeah the stuff I talk about I believe in but I am I am not the most wholesome person that existed and I feel like people think that I am you're wholesome because not my perfect. name and all that think, stuff oh yeah sacred like it does have a ring people, to it people assume I'm calling myself a sacred light or something they don't believe it's my name oh they don't know it's your name every email I get is hey Thomas <gasps> every single time no every single time <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you believe like how wild would that be if your name wasn't Sacred Light and you were like, I am the Sacred Light. Yeah, I am not that vain. Light of the world. <laughs> not, even, not even close. Not that even is close. crazy. Yeah. That makes it even so interesting that people would like be so interested in call- someone calling themselves a Sacred Light. I don't know. Maybe I need to start like surprising people and show them. I don't know. What should I, what should I post to make people know that I'm not sacred? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> because if people were seeing you with well, what people call it thirst drops, which I don't, I don't know. I think they're just it's just great content. Yeah, and they were yeah. like, this is sacred. I don't know what you're gonna post. That's not. I don't think they were calling me sacred at that point, but I've, I've definitely start stop posting that a lot more. I need to just bring it back, huh? <laughs> you know, give them a little something, something. Give the people what they need, what they're asking for. Yeah, that or like maybe you should know. start an OnlyFans. Jesus Christ, no. 
Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I could never. You would never do an OnlyFans? No, absolutely not. No? No. Nah. The people don't want that? I don't know what the people want, but I don't want that. You know, and I think that's huge, right? If we're going to yeah. be serious for a second, is you yeah. have to do what you want as well, not yes. just what people want to see, yeah. because that's, I think, where burnout comes out. Yeah, thanks so, for moving on. Let's go. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you <laughs> from this hole. <laughs> oh, man. Lost my train of thought. Um, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> let's, just like let's, people do when they watch your content. They just, train of thought gone. See, I brought you back to the hole. Now you got to dig yourself out. Jesus. So to move on, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, this is like I tell, I tell my audience all the time that I'm actually a really shy person. I don't know how to respond to stuff like that, and I still don't. I don't want a fly guy. I just want a shy guy. I didn't sh- it wasn't on? No, it was on. I was just oh. making sure. Okay. I just don't. Sure? I just, yeah, no, it was on. I just, okay. I, I pushed it in just to make sure because I have made that mistake once. It's and we had to reshoot the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing? <gasps> yeah, me and my friend Thomas. Wow. Is it on? I don't know. Yeah, but no, you're on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on. Let's go back to you. Hmm. So you grew your following to 100K plus. And do you have any goals for, I mean, I know you say you don't look at the numbers, but like what what are some long-term goals you have for for being a content creator? Ooh, wow. Um, I want to show. Ooh, I know Ooh. about this, but yeah, go ahead. Tell the audience. <laughs> I'm like, what do you, I'm like, can we talk about this? <laughs> um, I do want to show. I want to show where I get to travel around and talk to people because I believe people are the hidden gems of cities and places. Yeah. And those like literally my favorite parts of when I travel, even when we travel together, it's yeah. talking to people who live there and just like who they are, what they do while eating, which mm-hmm. I think would be great and eating and drinking and like exposing the people and the culture and the foods of these mm-hmm. places. Um, but also just like telling people stories, I think would be, it's really something that I've always been passionate about while, you know, looking great and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's the goal for me. And I would love to do something in fashion as well. You know? Really? What, yeah. what about, wait, well, well, we'll move to fashion afterwards, but as far as the show, mm-hmm. First of all, I think you would be literally amazing for a show. And if there's Thank anyone you. watching on, I mean, would you want to be on Netflix or anything like that? Disney Whoever Plus. Whoever pays the most money. <laughs> money what, talks. What is this called? <laughs> what is this called? Uh, Lalu Bougie on a banjo. On a banjo. You just keep butchering my name. Like we haven't known each other for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the longest, I was afraid to say your name. Because I'm like, I know it, but I know I'm going to butcher it. When I, <laughs> every time I would, I, right before our trip, I would look at your name again. I would look at your name again. The first one? Huh? The first trip? Both. But really, your first, <gasps> yeah, your first name, Lalu, Lalu, Lalu. I mean, it's easy, but I was just like, it's L-A-O-L-O-U. Oh, Jesus. Wait, wait. You know, we're done. L-A-L-A-L-O-U, right? Am I not spelling it right? L- <laughs> Sacred. Look I, at my jaw. It's I, on the floor. I, I'm remedial, y'all. <laughs> Boy. It's L-A-L-O-U. Is it not? Lalu. Oh, my God. I thought we were friends. L-A- I thought we were L-A-O-U. Yo, how, where's my phone? Mm-hmm. 
I need to make sure that I'm not. How do you spell your name? How do I spell my name? Yeah. Say my name. Say my name. She's, make, she's literally going to make me look it up. I am. She likes to play games. <laughs> do you even follow me? <laughs> Let me check. I don't know. Oh, I, I never followed you back. You know I follow you. I don't know. Maybe you have me on mute or something. L-A-O-L-U. Mm-hmm. 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 So, y'all, I'm remedial. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. we don't need to get hung up on this, and we didn't even oh. have to if you would just oh, tell me how to remember. spell your name. I know how to say it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways. Yo. So, yeah, what, what would you... What would you call the show? Oh, wow. I don't know yet. I, I haven't really... Yeah, I don't know yet. We need, we need, a, we need to envision the whole thing. Yeah, like, we this do. needs to become reality. We do need to envision Lalu's Bougie Guide or something. I don't know. Listen, I know Lalu's Bougie Guide. The hidden gem. Because you want hidden it to gem. be luxury travel. Yeah. I mean, I just want it to be mm. luxury living. You know, like, I think luxury is like can be every single day. So it's just everyday living life, mm. but luxuriously while also talking to people um, and exposing food. And How do you luxuriously talk to someone? Just like this. <laughs> I didn't say luxuriously talk to them. I said luxuriously live. I think, I think you can live luxuriously every single day, um, but yeah. also just like exposing the people behind that, the people behind these places and having conversations with them, telling their stories. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't you definitely are the most bougie person I know. Actually, a, a close tie is my sister, for sure. Y'all always come dressed to impress. Like, I've never seen you. You can't be <laughs> not dressed to impress. I mean, every single time I'm just like, yo, I need you to be my stylist, period. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. She hates me. I do. <laughs> I do a little bit. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, I haven't really, no, I don't know what the name is going to be yet. I think that's a, something that's a bit decided with the, with the TV network, but you, I do need a got, name. What do you, you think? What do you think? Hidden hmm. gems with Bob. Well, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to, so I know we both know Jeff, Jeff mm-hmm. Jenkins, and he's got mm-hmm. his own show. Mm-hmm. So it definitely needs to have your name in it. Cause he was saying how big of a deal, how much of, of really? a big deal that is. Anthony Bourdain didn't have his name. Did huh? he? I think he did, right? In on some of it. What was his? What was Anthony Bourdain's show? Oof. What was it called? I don't know. I, I we should know it. this. I mean, you should know this. You're a travel person. Like I, I said, it chose me. I, I wasn't <laughs> looking for it. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I, don't I don't. I don't know, but I feel like it should. It have should have name my in name. In I it. feel like it should. You also have a very unique name, so I do. It just it probably a play on that with bougie luxury, something like that. I don't know. The it, path of luxury. The path of of luxury with Lalu. The gem path, the hidden path, the hidden gems path. Yeah, those are good. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But if Stay you tuned. if you have a show, can I shoot it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who else is gonna shoot it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whoever Netflix decides, I that is true. You know, I will make a great okay, case it, for you. If if I don't there. shoot it, I have to be on an episode. Oh yeah, but I think you'll definitely be on my team though. That'd be dope. I appreciate yeah. that. Of course. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. I need to have someone to bother every day, you know. You don't bother me. Unless you have me working. Don't. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> working 12 don't hours. Don't say it. 
in the hot heat. Oh my God, you are so salty about that. We were both working. You that is true, but I have 50 pounds on my back. Oh my gosh. And and like 20 pounds in my hand. I actually do times. apologize about that. That no, was no, crazy. That was I a mean, crazy day. At the end of the day, like I signed up for it and we both didn't expect that. I'll do whatever I can for the shot. You know, I'm, I'll be on the floor Thank and everything. You. So. Thank you. People who don't know about this, he's talking about the trip. Which one was it? Was I'm talking it? about Jamaica. Ja- he's like, I remember. <laughs> <I'm talking> about- <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, I don't need an explanation. I remember that one. <laughs> we went to Jamaica together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, if you it go was on a great my, trip. Yeah. It, it was, was a great it was trip. Fun. Just yeah. It was, it was hot. It was super hot. And there was a lot of moving parts that we didn't expect. Exactly. So it was a lot of like navigation and a lot of, it was long days. Yeah, long days. But it, I think everything turned out okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so too. I think people will agree. Yeah, it's it still like, I think my, one of my um, best performing ones, I think. Really? Yeah. Nice. You got some crazy engagement. No, thank you. Yeah. So do you. Yeah. It's all right. But oh, fake humble, please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this fake humility is going to kill me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay. I, I do, I do want to get more into the, I mean, I have so much travel content. It's just so much harder. You do. You travel a lot. It's just so much harder to it create. Is. And, and it's to like, edit. I, I have the tools to do it. It's just so much easier to just speak to the camera. So oh, that's no, I get what it. I've been running with. There's a reason why I'm not consistent on YouTube. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah. a lot to edit. It's a lot to like yeah. do. And, but, Hire an editor. Huh? You should hire an editor. Not me. (laughs) I was about to say, (laughs) have I not asked? (laughs) But yeah, I do need an editor. That is a fact. I I need an editor. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so let's, let's go back to you. I know there are people who are watching this who want to do what you do. I mean, Mm. it's... It looks absolutely amazing to travel the world and get paid for it. What would you tell someone that wants to do that, who wants to get started? Mm. Just do it. And I know that sounds awful, like a Nike commercial. (laughs) You're like, yeah, it sounds freaking bad. (laughs) Um, But honestly, I think that's the thing is you're not going to know if you even want to do it until you start. Mm. And I don't, and you're not really, there's never really a start point, right? I don't really think there's a point where you're like, today I'm going to start creating travel content. Mm. You just have to start wherever you're living in, which is why I'm always saying that there's luxury all around you because wherever you are, if you believe that there is something, there's a story to be told here, mm. tell that story. Mm. And from doing that, I mean, the, literally this whole thing started with a photo that I took. It was a photo of a cocktail or something. It was a cocktail. Yeah. That I took. You were freaking out about the microphone. I'm, I have PTSD, but it's, um, on. Yeah. It was a photo I took on my phone of a cocktail, but there was a story behind it. And you just have to just start. And there are so many things that I have mm. changed since then. There are so many things that I'm like, oh, I like doing more of this. I definitely don't like doing more of this. Um, and there are certain things that I don't do anymore. Um, but you have to start and just... But I will say, okay, actually tangible advice is this. Don't go into credit card debt over this. Like, it's not worth it. Don't go into debt. Don't buy the most expensive mic- uh, microphone, the most expensive camera, the most expensive equipment when you start. Because... You're buying it based off of someone else's brand, mm-hmm. someone else's story. Like who, 
Because this person probably has thought out, you know, you're looking at your favorite influencer, your favorite content creator, whatever. And you're like, ooh, they use this microphone. They mm-hmm. use this. They use this camera. Let me buy just that. But they bought all of those things to tell the story they want to tell. Mm-hmm. And they've had time to test this out and to see what they like. And they could change that literally next month. Yeah. And But now you're here just starting out. You don't even know what Aperture is. You don't, See? Yeah. You don't know. Um, (laughs) You don't even know what anything is and you're just like, oh, let me go buy all of these things. That was a mistake that I made when I started was, I mean, you take so much advice from people and they're like, you need to buy this, you need to buy that. And I just had so much stuff that I had no idea what they did. And I don't even use them anymore. Like literally, I mean, you send me travel, like Mm -hmm. I carry literally one camera and like a couple of things. And I think that's it's like build slowly, use what you have now to, to figure out what you like and then grow from there. And then as you're, you know, like when I started taking photos, I was looking at people who were taking like portrait photos, mm-hmm. you know, on travel stuff. Like there would literally be them in mm-hmm. a jungle somewhere. Cute photo, travel. Mm-hmm. You know, that's still travel content. You can't, but yeah. then I began to realize I wanted to show more of the places you know, have these stories of, okay, I'm just here. I'm just living life in this place. You know, I'm not, this is not like a fancy travel thing. I'm literally just living wherever I want to live and showcasing the stories there and yeah. the food there. And that was how I figured out, okay, this lens works better for me. Yeah. So I think that's when it's like, really take your time, but keep moving, keep learning, keep pushing, keep learning, keep pushing. And then you start spending money from there. Just gradually, gradual spending is one of my biggest advice. And also another thing is this, negotiate. Everything is always up for negotiation mm-hmm. when it comes to when the money starts, when you start negotiating money is if you don't feel comfortable doing something, like if they have all these terms and conditions and everything and you don't feel comfortable with it, negotiate. Because I think that's the thing is like when you're starting, you're so, you feel so grateful to be here, right? Yeah, absolutely. To be considered. And you're just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for considering me. Like really appreciate it. So whatever they tell you to do, you're just like, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do it. You know? <laughs> um, and the gag of the matter is that these people want something. That's why they reached out to you. So you kind of have a have an upper hand if they're reaching out to you. And if you're the one reaching out to them, they're talking to you because they like you. Yeah. You know, they're not, no one is doing anyone a favor here. Like that's the biggest thing is don't get into this place where you think they're doing you a favor or you're doing them a favor. Like this is work. And mm-hmm. when it comes to work, they have expectations that they, that they want from you and you have an expectation of what you want from them. Everyone has to hold each other accountable and... So don't come into the room or into conversations. Yes, you can be grateful. You know, put that in your journal. Tell that to your God. You know, say a little prayer. Be like, thank you, Jesus. But when it comes to action negotiation, put that sense of gratitude down for a little it's second. And just, yeah, it's cutthroat. Yeah. And, but don't be fair. Don't be mean. Don't be, be fair. Like, but also make sure like you stand up for yourself because people will try it. And yeah, and I've asked you a lot of those questions and um, I've definitely learned a lot from you in terms of negotiation and, and all of that mm. because I definitely know people will definitely try to yeah. play you. It's business. It's the yeah. capital. We live in a capitalist society. Yeah. So you can't even be mad at them because initially I used to be so upset when I'd be like, oh my gosh, they paid this person this much money. And I'm like, well, I wasn't upset. I was just like, dang, I could have done better. Um, 
But at the yeah. end of the day, you have to just be like, okay, I learned from that and just move on. You yeah. know, you can't be stuck upon it and everything. So Yeah, you have to play yeah. the long game regardless. Exactly. It's the long game, which is why you have to be fair. So Yeah, yeah. and then I'll, I'll even second that in terms of you telling people to don't go out and buy all these all this equipment mm-hmm. that, that goes for video mm-hmm. production, it goes for mm-hmm. content creators in general. If you look at the landscape, when you scroll through your feed, there's so many things that are going viral exactly. on iPhones. And everyone exactly. has an iPhone. Everyone has That's an all iPhone. you need to start. To start, yep. That's all you need. That. And yep. then you get good with that, get good at creating content with that. And if you feel that you want to upgrade your content, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to learn how to use the equipment. Exactly. Because I know so many people that I've told how to get a camera, they've bought the camera, and that and camera's collecting dust. Yep. Yeah, I need a third camera. I need to go back to these people and be like, "Hey, can I buy that back off?" Of you? you know, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's true because I think some people even buy the cameras and then they're like, "Actually, the content that I do feel comfortable creating is not something that I want to do on a camera." Yeah, like they just want to do it on their phones or whatever. So, and it makes travel more complicated. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. It's lugging everything around. Lugging if everything you, around. If you're, yeah. if you're going on a hike, you just got to figure out who's gonna got a fifty pound bird. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience, yeah. um, and then you have to figure out like who's gonna be shooting it because yeah. that I know everyone's always like put the camera on a tripod, girl. You're gonna be walking around forever from your camera to that trap. Yeah. It it makes it complicated, but it also depends on what story do you want to tell. You yeah. know, what do you want to actually do? And a lot of stories can be told with just what you have in your hand. Like absolutely, I, I've heard someone say this so many times. I can't even remember who it is. It's like the best camera is the one you have in your hand. Yeah. So yeah, and one more thing that I would tell people is. Learn, this is free. Learn how to use natural light. Oh, yeah. You learn how to use natural light, you can make that iPhone look amazing. Amazing. And then also, something that you're an expert at is colors. Oh, like you always, thank you. every time I film you, you, every time I film, film you, uh, you'll set stuff up, you'll wear the right outfit, and then I'll pull up my camera, like, wow, this looks incredible. Why does it look so good? But it's because you took time mm. to figure out what type of colors that you want in this shot and it just it looks amazing that's something i need yeah. to even get better at mm. i mean you this know. looks great so i think you're i you're appreciate doing it that's something that actually i've heard a lot of from brands actually something that i would say even like you know sprinkle a little bit in when i when i negotiate is the colors yeah um because i mean you've seen me set up you've seen like and like you just said yeah it's all about that branding it's part of the branding yeah. right it's like when you think vibrant. bright color exactly yeah. you think lolly yeah so yeah, it's all about what you people like. But when I started, I wasn't not. I was not vibrant. I wasn't wearing really? bright colors. No. Is is that content still on your play, page, or do you delete? Yeah, it's there. It's there. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's there. Yeah. I'm scroll it back. was all muted and everything because at the time, that's what I saw people in the travel in, in the industry in general do. You know when people used to wear like all white and uh-huh. beige and brown. Oh wait, they still do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and switch shirts real quick. <laughs> no, but remember like when that was like the thing was like when you would see people who were like, oh, luxury or whatever, it was always a certain color palette. White, brown, black. Everything was super muted. So I was like, okay, how do I stand out here? Yeah. And it became a color thing. Like it was that part I would say was thought out very well. Um, well, seems to be thought out very well, but I thought about it. Yeah. I may need you to put my outfits together for Bali. Ooh, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. But I think you have great style. You, just, you know. I appreciate that. I mean, definitely not when I'm working with you. I just put on whatever I can. You do. 
she throws the shade. Well, I guess I thought on myself. <laughs> you did. I'm just yeah, agreeing with you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know when I'm working with you, I'm going to be busting sweat. Exactly. Regardless. So, yeah. so it's just like, let me just put on a shirt, mm-hmm. some sweats. and. You did get dressed when we were in Jamaica, though. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try to get dressed for the dinner because yeah. it's AC. No, but, we were outside. We went to the, um, the oh, beach club. Oh, but they yeah. had to buy me a shirt. <laughs> no, not that one. Remember when we went to the, the silent disco night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always bring something yeah. just in case. Yeah. So, yeah. You do wear a sure. lot of Chelsea. Huh? A lot of what? Mm? A lot of what? Mm? Huh? Mm? What'd you say? Moving on. I'm going to hear it when I <laughs> watch this back. You might as well say well, moving on. <laughs> okay, anyways. Go ahead, tell me. Oh, I was going to say, you wear a lot of Chelsea boots. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, uh, all the time. I'm like, how yeah. are his feet not hot? Oh, I mean, I, I just like Chelsea boots. I like boots in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wear a lot of Chelsea boots. And, like, I don't know. Okay, well, what should I wear? I don't is know. Is it stylish? I mean, this is a conversation that we're going to have to have. Yeah, I guess Because so. I think style is all about, like, how you want to present yourself, right? It's an image. So. The way I present myself is I wear sweats every day and a tank, and I go to work out. Besides that, I don't know. I'm I'm open to suggestions. I mean, it's who you are, not. I guess I shouldn't say what you want. It's who my, you my are. My style when I travel is like shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> and the buttons is like right here, open all the way to right. Here. I know, right? That's my style. Yep, <laughs> literally because literally. it's so hot. It's always hot. We were I, in I like to go to tropical places. You were in Europe. Yeah, where it was hot in, in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sunny and hot during the day. At night, it was cold. I ain't going to lie. What? In the uh, Amalfi Coast. It, it was, was cold? It was cold at night, yeah. That sure was For still sure. open. I didn't do that at night. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> where was I? I was asking you about... Oh, yeah. So, so many people want to have the lifestyle that you lead. Can you tell me what some... What lifestyle is that? So, it's, you know, you're, they see you in these lavish places, these amazing restaurants, traveling the world. I'm just can, living can, life. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you're living life, but are there any misconceptions about what you do as a travel content creator? Ooh, um, I think people think it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people think, oh, I just need to like just travel. Like all the time people are like, oh, I want to travel with you. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you want to do that. But um, I mean, I do also go on trips that are also online that are not paid, which are just my trips, my vacation. I'll go on vacation and all of that. And people can't really tell the difference between which one is paid and which one isn't. And that's intentional. Mm-hmm. That's just because I, I shoot everything with the same intention. Um, but people think it's very easy. People just think like, yeah, you know, this person, these companies will just hire me and I'll just go and I'll be on vacation and I get paid to be on vacation. No, no, it's work. Yeah. At least the way that I go about it, the Mm -hmm. way that I tell the stories that I want to tell and the content that I create, it's work. And it's, that's just, I mean, back to the point we were making earlier, like it's never as easy as you think it is when you're looking at it. Um, but Hey, you have to like it. I mean, I, I love what I do. So, yeah. But yeah, I think I mean, that's a general misconception is that it's super easy. Like, it's vacation. You're getting paid to go on vacation, but... Yeah, I, I can second. There's definitely a... Comp- there's a difference between going on vacation and then traveling for work. For 100%. Work. Yeah. 
just even the itineraries that you put together. Yeah. Just every hour we're doing something. We're doing something. It's super thought and out. And then, yeah. t- you know, we're eating cold food. And <laughs> you just got a lot of sense today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the food, um, you got to shoot it. And yeah. it's different from like if you're just going to eat, you know, these yeah. are different. Because also someone is always like, no, nah, let's do that shot again. Let's do that shot again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's just what it is. It's, yeah. it's not vacation. Yeah. Um, but also if you do it enough, you get better at it and you get faster at it, I think. Um, but it's never a point where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just on vacation. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the general misconception of it. But at the same time, I still love it because we still get, I think we have a great time. Um, and yeah, it's still fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Well, I think you do a good service to the world, you know, for all the cold food that we eat, you get a chance to show people great, Are you done? great places to go. <laughs> and once they get there and finally try the same meals, it's high and it's, it's, high. High. it's, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah, you, know? Yeah, you know, it's community <laughs> service, man. <laughs> It's good for the economy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, got a little sacrifices. Got yeah, a little bit yeah. Of. No, but I mean, if cold food is a sacrifice. It's, Wait, it's you, still... You're making it sound like I literally <laughs> just like I'm no, the no, no, worst. No, no, no. No, sometimes we'll get it done and then we'll, we'll um, you know, we eat hot food. What I need to start doing when I work with you is be like, let's order my plate last. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I do agree. Yeah. So what, one thing I one thing I really, really hate it's cold food. Really? Yeah, that's one thing. I, I I just, I love my food. Why am I hearing this now? Because I just, I don't like to complain. Yeah, I do appreciate that though. You're not yeah. a, you're not a, you don't dwell on things. Yeah. On yeah, but you know now? <laughs> I do know now. Yeah, we just don't order your food last. I mean, I'm not a great fan of cold food either, yeah. but yeah. Now I know. Yeah, but you Good built for this. I'm just the I help. would like my food hot. I'm just too, the help. Preferably. <laughs> not the <laughs> I wear many hats, y'all. The help who gets paid, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she pays me very well. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will order your food last next time. But I appreciate that. Or I mean, you order your own food. You make it sound like I order your food for you. No, I, I, I order my food. I just don't tell the waiter or waitress, hey, can let can we wait on mine so I can yeah, keep it Yeah, I think hot? you should do that. You should do that. <laughs> so this is actually your responsibility. Yeah, this is, this it's is, your this fault, is my fault for that, eating It's over. my fault for holding my tongue. Yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so you, you lead a very busy lifestyle. You travel a lot. And honestly, it can be kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? It's scary is not the word. I need you to help me find this word. Oh, yeah. It, so it, it can be intimidating oh. for guys. Really? I oh, think, this is a I, great conversation. I think so. It could be intimidating for how guys. How so? How, how do you deal with dating and being such a high-value woman? Oh, Okay. <laughs> no, but like when you say intimidated as a guy, are you? Would you be intimidated? To I date wouldn't. A, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But I'm I'm referring to, I think some conversations we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Remember how I said I was going to pass this question back to you? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I will ask this question again. Uh, well, I never want to date someone who's intimidated by me. That's just me. Um. And also. A big thing, I'm going to let you know a little secret, is I haven't, I mean, I've been doing this for two years now. Mm-hmm. The last time I was like in a relationship was two years ago. So, yeah. Um, and 
I literally, I remember literally being in that relationship and I just felt like I was trying this new path, this new thing and trying to be committed to it. And the guy was very like, oh, like you could, like, you know, when people claim that they're supportive, but they're really not, Mm -hmm. you know, they think it's, they're supportive, but they don't see the vision that you have. They're just see your thing as like a little thing kind of sort of thing. Oh, that little thing you're doing? Yeah, that Uh little thing you're doing on side or whatever. Like when people don't really. This is early on. Um, yeah, this was early on. Um, this was like, well, I wouldn't even say early on. At this point, I was at, I think, I remember I hit what people call a milestone in that relationship. And I think it was like I hit like 50K or something. Hit what? 50K or something. And okay. I remember like literally didn't hear zilch from this kid. And I was like, but he was following me. But it was also like the people who would like follow but like not say anything. Wait, this but, is the guy you're dating? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously he's following you, right? Uh, he was following me, but like literally, it was weird. Anyway, it was, mm-hmm. it, was weird. it takes two to tango. And I was also yeah. in the relationship. So anyway, but I, I, I never wanted, yeah, I don't find it difficult or anything. Maybe it's just because I honestly, I love being single, but I have never really felt like, I don't know, it's never been a priority for me right mm-hmm. now. Um. And I know like if a guy comes around, I'm in a place now where I know exactly what I want and, you know, the things I would Mm -hmm. want in a relationship. And yeah, I'm in a better, much better place now to navigate that area. But yeah, it's never really been a thing where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so single. Maybe if I like slow down a bit, I will like date a guy. Yeah, it's never, but it's something a lot of people ask me and Mm -hmm. I've just never had an issue with it at all. Yeah. yeah no. I love Besides, going on a date when you're abroad, it's kind of cute. You said it's kind of cute? Yeah. You never see them again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. so you, you go on like, dates when you're abroad. No, okay. I did not go on a date when I was abroad. I <laughs> was in Madrid and uh, there was this guy, <laughs> which is online, by the way. I know exactly what you're referring to. Yeah, exactly. To. You know what I'm referring to. So, yeah. And I think it's just like, you just have a great time and you carry on with that. And, you know, there's a clear expectation of what's happening here. And it's just like, yeah, just meeting people, having a great time. And, yeah, I, yeah, I was just never, I think because I'm not the type of person who is so focused on dating and relationships being like, like center a priority yeah. in my life um it's just never really been a concern of mine um but mm-hmm. to your question that guys who find it intimidating i do not want a guy who's intimidated by me i want a guy who's gonna be like oh i see what she's doing let me invest in her so yeah to, to go off of that what kind of guy because you said you know exactly what you want what kind of guy do you want what kind of guy is worthy of love? <laughs> worthy. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, when I say I know exactly what I want, I mean like I know the things. I guess the better word should be I know what I don't want. Okay, um, start I there. guess that's the better thing. Um, wow. Uh, the guy that, honestly, I just want someone who's literally doing their thing, living their lives, that they're anchored in their own sets of morals and principles and values. And I mean, it got to be fine, of course. Six feet at least, because I'm not looking down on my man, you know. Except if he's Lewis Hamilton. If Lewis Hamilton is straight, let me. Which camera? Which one's my camera? Oh wait, that's your camera. This one right here. Okay. <laughs> if Lewis Carl Hamilton is straight, I am saying right now he's the only exception to my rule of six feet. 
Anyone else? Back to the point. Have you... That, that <laughs> man is fine. Okay. If he is straight. If he's not, I will gladly be a friend. I'm going to post this clip. Hope it, go, hope it goes viral. I hope I find <laughs> it. But then like literally there are billions of people who are saying the exact same thing. His style. Oh, that's a but big thing. But not everybody's Lalu. Not every, you know what? You're right. You're so right, Sacred. Not everybody's me. So, Louis. <clears throat> I'm kidding. <laughs> but seriously, he, that man is standing on like, he is standing on the promises of style. Also, someone who's stylish. They have to be stylish. They also have to understand that they also have to understand me in a way that, okay, this is someone who has her own goals, mm-hmm. her own visions, and someone who just, they're relaxed because I'm not, I'm not really the, you know, get t- take time to know a friend. That's, that's a better word. I want a friend. Mm-hmm. So someone who's like invested in that friendship, mm-hmm. um, building that friendship, and then going from there. And I think that's super important in relationships. I really think that you have to be able to be friends first. Yeah. I think period. so too. I think so too. Because if you build it up off of, I mean, I've had relationships like this. You know, if you build it up off of just, oh, I'm so in love at the beginning, mm. sometimes it just falls really short. But if you really enjoy each other's company naturally, regardless of having the expectation of being boyfriend and girlfriend, right? boom, that can come together really nicely. Right. Because, I, I mean, do you even think love is like something that could happen that quickly before the friendship? I think it could, but I also think love is a choice in another sense. So you can choose to love someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you can, you obviously can de- develop feelings for someone, but those feelings can fade. I mean, you cannot love some, someone in certain moments, but if you decide that it's a choice, you choose to love people in, in moments where others will be just angry or upset mm-hmm. or think that you're whining, you know, Mm -hmm. like choosing to actually work on the things that don't necessarily work in relationships because no relationship is perfect. Right. And you have to learn to live with each other, Mm -hmm. live with each other's imperfections. So I think having a friendship start, friendship basis is definitely one of the big keys to a long lasting relationship. Do you believe in love at first sight? I don't know about that. I'm, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I don't know about, <laughs> know about that. Like, lust, lust at lust first sight. Lust at first sight. Yeah, that's a, affection that's real. at first sight. Yeah, admiration yeah, at first sight. Love, yeah. no. What do you think love is? Like if you would say, if you said I love someone, like what does that mean? What does that mean? That's such a hard thing to describe. But I, again, piggybacking off of what I just said, love is a choice. Okay, a choice to do what? Like what to, does it look like when you say... I love somebody. Like, what does that mean? You're talking about um, love. You know, you, I think loving your mother is different than loving uh, someone in a relationship. So which way you want me to go with this? Both. But, like when you say love. So a mother's love. I'll try my best to describe it because obviously I'm not a mother. But from no, what I... No, you loving your mother, I guess. Oh, okay. Well... Like when you say, Sacred says, I love you. How do you determine that you love someone? That's the better question. How do you determine that, oh, yeah, what I feel right now for this person, this is love? So going off of my mom, um, I don't think there's anything that she can do that would make me not feel love for her or love her because at the end of the day, she raised me. She instilled 
everything. Like my whole thought process is because of her. You know, a little bit of my dad, but really mostly her. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves me un- unconditionally. She. I I know how hard she's worked to put me in a position to even do what I do now. I just owe so much of a debt to her that so I'm in debt, so I love her not. <laughs> that is not how I want to go with this, but it's love's just a hard thing to explain. I need to write this one down and then say it in the camera for my audience like I always do. <laughs> No, but it's have you know who Simon Sinek is? No. He has a really, really good talk about this. And I think the way he described it is better than any way that I could, but Do you love your wife? Yes. Right? Prove it. Like what's the metric? Give me the number that helps me know, right? Because when you met her, you didn't love her. Right? Now you love her, right? Tell me the day the love happened. It's an impossible question, right? But it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that it's much easier to prove over time. She didn't fall in love with you because you remembered her birthday and bought her flowers on Valentine's Day. She fell in love with you because when you woke up in the morning, you said good morning to her before you checked your phone. She fell in love with you because when you went to the fridge to get yourself a drink, you got her one without even asking. She fell in love with you because when you had an amazing day at work and she came home and she had a terrible day at work, you didn't say, yeah, 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 but let me tell you about my day. You sat and listened to her awful day and you didn't say a thing about your amazing day. This is why she fell in love with you. I can't tell you exactly what day and it was no particular thing you did. It was the accumulation of all of those little things that she woke up one day and as, as if she pressed a button, she goes, I love him. It's not about the events. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency. It all goes back down to, I really think it being a choice. Like real love is a choice. To do what? To be there for someone even when Sometimes you don't necessarily want to be. But how does that come about? How does it come about? Yeah. How, do, how does that evolve into love? Yeah. How uh, does the, let's say, for example, how does the attraction, like let's go for a romantic relationship. Okay. Right? Like if you said, oh, I love this girl, you know, and one of your boys goes like, why? Why do you love her? Well, it's... I think you ask you ask more questions to get there. It's so how do you begin to love someone? You meet them. They're beautiful. Probably lust, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go on a couple of dates, you like the way they laugh. You like the, the conversations you have. Everything's deep. You know, everything uh they have some of the same interests. Um you start dating and you see that person and just You begin to start seeing yourself wanting to spend the rest of your life with them. And I think love happens gradually. You know, it doesn't happen in a day. It might not happen in a month. But gradually, you begin to shift the way that you think about this person. And and you can't even really imagine life without them. I don't know. What do you think? Is that not catharsis? Huh? Is that catharsis? 
Cathexis. Uh, cathexis. Um, it's like this concept where someone's important to you, like you, you've ascribed. It, I, that's my question. Is like, is that them being important to you, or is that you loving them? Like, can someone be important to you without you being in love with them? I think it's different because I have friends that are important to me. I don't love them. I guess. Right. I mean, there's a couple of them love you, man. Like, like I've said that maybe like ten times in my life. I guess. <laughs> now I know you are more in touch with your feelings than that. <laughs> you, you would think, right? <clears throat> um, but no, I think it's 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 different than being important. But you, it it is something that's almost undescribable. Really? But you see it. You see it. You can see it in someone's eyes. You can see it in the way that they treat you. That you love them or that they love you? Both. Mm. You know, the way that you treat each other. So what is that treatment of love that you're like, you've been in love before? Yeah. Okay. What was the moment that you're just like, yeah, this person loves me or like I, we love each other. Like we are in love with each other. Well, for her, I know she was willing to do... For her, I know... I mean, I, I know you may not believe this, but I saw it in her eyes. What did you see? It's not that I don't believe it. It's just it. the way that she would look at me and the way that I would look back. It was almost... Yeah, we, we are in love and, you know, we want this... Like, I, I can see myself having babies with you. I can see myself getting married to you. I can see, I can see us starting a family and, and, and doing the whole nine. It's, but just, just the way that she was so selfless, you know? And, and I know one of the ways that I actually like to be loved is and once I hate asking for shit, but I love it when people actually offer to do things. So, acts of service. Acts of service. So, you know, she would just do little things for me that would just make my day easier. And, yeah. It's, um, but how I knew that I loved her is I, I literally just couldn't imagine a life without her. And obviously, you know, that didn't last. <laughs> 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 It's not funny. And now you are living a life without her. How crude. See, they would all be like, the guys are always like, I can't imagine life without you. Blah, 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 blah. Six months later, them out here just breathing no, in but, air. It's like. But here's the thing they're, they're, any relationship I've been in, I've, I've never been the type of person to be like, fuck you, I hate you, I hate your guts, mm. you know, just mm -hmm. end bad. I've always wanted to end things on good terms. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been able to extract value from the people that I've dated. And mm. just like you, you, I know you said you know what you don't want. Mm -hmm. It's probably because you've figured it out from dating right, people that right. you, yeah, this, can't, this ain't going to work. Right. So regardless of me saying like it's talking greatly about this relationship and it didn't and not working out I, I think what we did have at the time it was great was true and I just think you know there's a there's definitely a 
you know, different lifestyle choices. But um, I, I, I want. I, I never want to speak badly on you know. Past oh yeah, relationships, absolutely. Which know? is, I think, is a red flag. Actually, if someone speaks ill of their ex, unless like that person was literally the devil, yeah. is like I consider that a red flag. Yeah. Like you were also in the relationship, right? It yeah, couldn't yeah. have been just one person, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds I, like love. Huh? I said that sounds like love, like the way I would consider love. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, we definitely had our problems, but. I, I know I'm at fault too. Mm, and I think mm-hmm. I think that's really important because I know people go from relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Like this person treated me bad, this person did this, this person is always whatever whatever the case is, they don't ever look in and self reflect. They and they keep having the same problems with different people. Ooh, yes. So mm. that's a red flag for introspection. Yeah. At some point, you know, you're going you're, through these relationships yeah. and you're not learning what you need to learn to move on to actually find the love of your life. Amen. You know? Do you think there's only one love of your life? Ooh, I don't know. No. I, but I also don't believe in infinite statements. Ah, okay. So I think, but I also think it's a choice. True. So I think you can choose to love multiple people throughout life. Um, but yeah, is there just one person out there? No, I think there's, there's, there's a lot of people soulmate. out soulmate. Yeah. You're one and only. Sure, you could have multiple soulmates. Ooh, this man is full. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what you want? Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, let's get, let's get back to you. So wait, so you you want you want multiple husbands? No, I don't. I'm not no seven husbands of law on a No, I can barely even handle one. Um, <laughs> no, no, just uh, yeah. No, I don't. What was the question? I, I just asked you exactly. if you multiple, multiple husbands. Are we yeah. good on time for you? What time is it? Yeah, I think we're fine. Yeah. Okay, we're just good. double checking. Yeah. So we're at, we're at 4.30. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. We're good. So should I set a timer for five? We'll be fine. Okay. okay yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Is it raining? I don't know. I think so. Anyway. So, okay, well, that's... You Look at you having a therapy session today. Yeah, mm. I know. Now the good ladies, now you know. <laughs> What's your current ones? I'm not gonna ask the question, but we're just gonna carry on. The question everybody wants to know. He already knows the question, so I'm not. Gonna so ask back on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, so we'll go. We'll go into this. Go. You, you told me a little bit of what you don't want. I mean, I think you don't think you dove deep in. As, as deep in as I wanted you to, but well, I'm very good at deflecting questions. There you are. <laughs> okay. And thank God for my terrible memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually no, I wasn't even intending on deflecting. What I don't, I mean, I think I I answer, I kind of sort of answered it. I mean, I don't know. You never really know until you're in. Well, not until. You're in, but like, what I don't want, that's just it. Like, you want a guy on your level. You, I mean, you, well, you not, not, let me not put it that way. You want a guy who has his own, who has his own life. Right. That you guys are literally, you guys are literally doing your own thing, but you are choosing to be together, choosing to come together and share the same life. I, I feel like you don't even want to live in the same house, though. You know what I'm going to have? So you <laughs> when I those. get married, <laughs> I'm going to have one of those like two houses with a bridge in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, Honestly, I don't I'm think fine. that's that bad. I don't think 
it's bad either. No, I mean, I mean, I think you'd probably but be But no, I do want to live in the same house though. But I would like, you know. The, that, the option, right? Yeah, the bridge could like, I mean, we're going to have like our own. Like I'm a big believer in like in a relationship that each person in the relationship, especially once you're married, each person has to take at least one solo trip. I don't care where you go. Just go somewhere you by yourself. Like a year or? No. Ever. like. <laughs> No, like in a year, like take each person has to take at least one solo trip for like maybe like two weeks or something. Just you do what you got to do. Each person also has needs to have like separate hobbies. Like you need to have things that you do enjoy together, but things that you genuinely love to do that the other person doesn't have to do it with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like super important because I don't know. Sometimes I've been in a relationship where like it was like, oh, we have to do everything together because that's what girlfriends and I was like, nah, be, eh, that's not happening. Reaching the and <laughs> You're like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in, the um, gen- in general in the past. Yeah, I think everyone has to have like, because you are a human being before you beca- came into this relationship and boundaries also need to be respected, mm-hmm. right? They need to be communicated and respected. And I also, okay, so one trip per person, solo trip, whenever you pick, you pick the time. We, you know, at the end of the year, we set the calendar for the next year. When do you want to go on your solo trip? And then one trip, at least one trip together. We, it, definitely more yeah. than that, but somewhere new explore together also while we're there one day that each person gets to like do their own thing mm. one day just like i love that you know yeah. i think it's like because then you get to like you experience this place with this person but you also experience it on your own and like it's really nice and i think it's very important and then if kids are in the situation no ma- like take if it's turns. two kids, take turns of trips with the kids. I think it's super, super important because then you have your own relationship with each other, your own relationship with yourself and your own relationship with the kids. So that's my thing is someone who literally loves themselves and they're committed to keeping, to increasing their own love for themselves through whatever it is that they do. And my role in the relationship to that person, because what I consider love is an extension of someone's resources to making someone a better version of who they are. Mm. Not a fixed version. I'm not here to fix you or anything. Like I saw you as you were and I was attracted to you and I just want you to do more of what you do for yourself, not for me. I think that's what love is. And as long as I'm getting that from the, from the person too, which is why I think that's just friendship, right? Because when you think about your friends, if they're doing something, you're invested in, you're like, well, I just want to, I'm just supporting. That's what we call that. I'm just supporting, right? Mm. But I think that's really you're loving on them. You're showing them love. It's not because you're going to get something in return or because, oh, you can't keep tallies. And I think as someone who's been in a relationship where tallies was kept by the other person, Mm -hmm. it was like, well, I did this thing for you. And I'm like, oh, so you didn't expect something. It's so detrimental. Like you're keeping tabs. Yeah. Um, So for me, it's just that's what I consider love is but I think that also comes from just friendship and knowing someone, right? You take the time to really know them, to know what they like, to know how you can support them and, you know, their boundaries and all those things. And you really take time. Honestly, if I got... Also, he has to know my middle name. That is cute. You can't say you love me and not know my middle name. That's just wild. <laughs> like, my middle name and my blood type. Because What's your middle name? I know your last name. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell it to everybody? <laughs> and I got like, I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> they can, start, they can start practicing. <laughs> you know? They can start practicing. We can say that. Off but camera. you dropped some nuggets for people. That is so real. You coming into this, 
it's almost like you guys are each other's best cheerleaders, period. Like you Honestly. Just re- you really admire this person. You want them to do great. Yeah. You want to do everything that you can to, you know, help enhance that. And you do that exactly. for each other. For each all, other. Yeah, that is. That's, I think, yeah, that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. And also, let's circle back. You got to be fine. Because yeah. I'm not doing that whole Beyonce and Jeff. <laughs> Love you, Auntie B. <laughs> can they make less than you? <laughs> can they make less than me? Yeah, um, it's a question a lot of people are asking these days. All these these relationship podcasts is like, can the guy make less than the girl? Yeah, can can you know can what I think about that question? Make less than you is that? You know what I think about that question? What's Only that? poor people ask that question. Ooh, so you're, what? Basically, you're saying he's going to be rich regardless. Regardless, like I'm not going through your bank statements. Like mm. I just know. I think it's like a question that literally. I think it's a question that one people who want control mm-hmm. ask. And two, people who are in a poverty or scarcity mentality ask. Mm. Because you're saying that you want this person to always be in this range of life. Also, I don't consider that love. Because if they want more for themselves, and you're saying, well, you know, he, can't, he has to make more than me. Okay, what about you? Do you want less for yourself? Like, are you now stifling yourself from making more? In the future, like, if that opportunity comes around, do you say no? Because, oh, well, my husband makes this X amount of money. I don't want to know how much my husband makes. Mm. I, don't, I don't care. He has an accountant. I have my accountant. We have our family accountant. That's it. You know, he's doing good regardless. So and separate, separate bank statements completely. Or are you separate in one joint? Separate in one joint. Boom. Yeah. Love it. Same. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. I used to work in finance. I saw I saw things go down. <laughs> okay. I and my mother has always told me, have your own bank account. Yeah. You know, love is nice, but money comp- it just gets as it gets really, really messy. And yeah. even when you have the best intentions, like just have your own coin because trust me, yeah, I worked in finance. I I, I that ain't happening. Separate accounts and a joint account. It just makes sense. It yeah. literally just makes financial sense. Um, yeah. But also, why do you have baggage? Why, why, why? Why do you have what? Why are you complicating your own life? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what I really think it is. And like when it's built on friendship, I think if it's genuinely built on friendship and true love, there will never be that moment where someone disrespects the other person. Yeah. Because it's like, nah, like I love that person. I wouldn't do that to that person. Like, mm. You know what hurts the person. You, it's like when people are like, oh, hurt people, hurt people. I'm like, no, that's, that's BS. Evil people hurt people. Hurt people heal because they're like, I never want someone to feel that way again. The mm. way I felt when I was Are you talking about position. cheating specifically? I think in general. Just, just any, I mean, because eventually you're going to do something that upsets them. Oh, yeah, person. absolutely. But yeah. when they say like, I think people who say like hurt people, hurt people, they say it because they've done something mm. with the intention of hurting the person, right? And I don't think if you love someone, you ever do anything knowing that that person would be hurt. Oh, some people do it with intention. Yeah, but I I think even if you love someone, it's possible to unintentionally hurt them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But but it's just But if you cheat, that is unintentional. That is very intentional. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's really all about I think how you rebound from that. Do you figure out how you hurt her Mm -hmm. or him and then Make a plan to make sure it doesn't happen again. Exactly. Or do you say, well, hurt people, hurt people. Um, if a guy ever says that, if anyone ever says that, I'm checked out of the conversation. I, I agree with the statement, hurt people, hurt people. I think it's in, unintentionally, though. It's just, I think it's people that aren't really in tune with themselves. No, I'm yeah. saying like when people use it as their reason for action. 
Oh, like, so they're using on themselves like I'm hurt, so I'm going to hurt. Yeah, oh, like oh, yeah. I did this thing, but you got to understand, like hurt people, hurt people. Like nah. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. Trying to take the oh no, I agree that hurt people do hurt. People. Exactly, of, uh, exactly. Yeah, you have like, to pushing be it to that. trauma instead of actually like yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Hurt people hurt people if they don't heal because they're yeah. still looking at the world from that hurt lens. But yeah. Okay, well, I think do you believe you, you can fall out of love with someone? Maybe. Uh, yeah. How? Uh, they hurt you enough. Mm. I think if they hurt you enough, you can eventually be tired of the way that they make you feel. If they make you feel inadequate, if they make you feel less than, um, if you know, obviously, if you're more in tune with yourself, I think you you're responsible for how you feel. But mm. I think it's possible to to get beat down by a person emotionally, and then eventually yeah. you want to wa- walk the other direction. Right, because it's a choice. Right, love yeah. is a choice, and you, at some point you have to like choose choose yourself over. I mean, always you should definitely choose yourself, but at yeah. some point you have to choose. Do I want to stay here? Like, am I loving myself by being in this relationship? Yeah. But back to the question about like the money, like, can he make less money? Do you think to you, can the girl make less money? Like, can your partner make less money than you? The woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She no, oh, make- sorry. Can she make more money than you? <laughs> sorry. Of course. I don't mind that being a stay at home. I don't, I, no, that was no. I wanted to see how how much conviction I wanted to put in my answer. Oh. <laughs> just, like, like, oh, just so quickly. Oh, of course. <laughs> Here, at, at the end of the day, I know exactly who I am. Mm, mm, so mm, a woman mm. making more than me does see? nothing to take away from what I do. Exactly. And regardless, they can make millions and millions and millions of dollars. I don't need you. I don't need you to pay my bills. Exactly. I don't need you to make me happy. I, d- I can do okay on my own. So, but, you know, I'm, I'd be cool being a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> like, you know, I could cook, I could clean, I oh, could yeah. manage the finances. Yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. It's like security, security yeah. in yourself. And I think whenever someone asks that question, it's someone who is insecure in themselves. Yeah. So, ooh, which is... Can you be in a, can a successful relationship happen if one person is insecure? Not insecure about something about themselves, but like they're truly like an insecure person about who they are. Can you have a successful relationship? It depends on what you mean. What successful means? Like, if you mean, will it spend will a it span, non-toxic relationship? <laughs> like, will it spend the test of time? I'm sure people have toxic relationships until their deathbed. But if it's something that a healthy. A healthy. Yes. No, I don't think. It, I think if someone's insecure, I think most likely it's destined to fail. Mm. Yeah. I agree. But is it, now the question should be: Is it possible if someone is starts out insecure? Is it possible for you to go through that relationship and them actually turn into not being insecure? Are, like, are they if they come in insecure, are they destined to be that for the whole relationship, or can they? change their views and become more secure with themselves or the relationship. What do you think? Oh, um, like if, if, I, if we were, the relationship started and the person was insecure, can they change? Yeah, do you think they can change? I mean, I think anybody can change. Um, well, 
I guess not change, but come to themselves, come home to themselves. Um, but I'm not going to be there to find out. <laughs> That's just me being like I said. I know what I don't want. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I mean, because oh my gosh, like being in a relationship with an insecure person, it just looks yeah. very exhausting. Like, yeah. and at some point, you begin to sacrifice yourself to make this person feel good about themselves. Mm. But you can't do that for anybody. And I genuinely don't think a relationship helps an insecure person because you're constantly looking for someone else for something that you can't give yourself. Mm. So you just got to take the time. That's, that's what I think. You just have to take the time to figure out what that is for yourself, figure out who you are, how to love yourself. Mm. Because if you can't love yourself, you really can't love anybody else. Yeah. So what's the point? That's just a, that you're just leeching off of someone else at that point. Like, which, yeah, no, I think the issue with today's relationships, women and men, they both jump from relationship to relationship, never doing that never figuring out who they are as a person mm. without someone else and then they keep becoming that leech. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the yes, truth. I have a world we live in. No, yeah, it's rough, but yeah. We had to go to one side. Yeah, but we, we, are, we are actually coming to the close of this conversation. I do appreciate having you on, but I do have oh. a couple more questions for you. Okay. This one... How do I ask this? Just say it. <laughs> I'm sure we've talked about worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Do you... Actually, I'm literally thinking of the question. As <laughs> I have one question in, in mind, but this is the, what I want to say for the last question. Do you want to say that question first and then say this one? No, because it goes with... It's, just, it's, okay. high, it's high in my shows. <laughs> It's your show. Sorry, not because yeah, you're producing so that, your That question show. stays in my mind. Everything else. Oh, is okay. Uh, so, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Mm. I have two more questions. Three more questions for you. But for this question, do you want me to stay within relationships, or you want to go go elsewhere back into your career? It's up to you. It's your podcast. Oh, okay. It's I'm your just, show. I'll do both. I'm just here. I'll do both. So. Last question about relationships, though. I know you said that you are, you know, you haven't dated anyone since you started doing, uh, becoming a, con a content creator. Like, legit, like, taking it serious. I mean, I okay. was taking it seriously, but like... So you, okay, so you haven't been, like, in a serious relationship. For the past year and a half, yeah. Do you have any a timetable for when you would want to be in one, or is it just whenever it happens... Yeah, whenever it happens. Now I'm more so. Now I'm in the whenever it happens, it happens. Before I was definitely in my I need to take time for myself. That was okay. why I wasn't in a relationship or dating at all. It was I need to take time for myself and figure out like and heal, go to therapy, all of that jazz. Like figure out what, who am I? And yeah. Are heal. there any good candidates? No, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shouldn't say no. Just not that I know. They have not made themselves known to me. Okay. That's what I should say. So Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Back to my man. You don't even know how Lewis Hamilton is. I don't. That's the what isn't that so crazy about social media though? It's like we I mean I know okay, let me just be for real right now. This haul by Lewis is a joke because I do not know the man, so I don't yeah. know if he's actually trash as a person. But 
He has his sense of style. I love his sense of style. Do you think it's possible for somebody like Lewis Hamilton to be a good, decent dude? Or you think I don't know the man. No, but in, in general, okay. Do you think it's more likely that a person that is that famous, that successful, is kind of maybe like an asshole who will cheat on you? Who you know? Hey, you have to. You have to come to terms with the fact that you ain't the only one. Like, do you feel like there's more men out there like that that are successful? Or do you think there's guys out there like, I, I mean, I don't really know how he is, but um, Seahawks quarterback. Um, Russell. Russell Wilson, who, you know, he seems like a committed man you know, in a committed relationship. Do you think successful people are more apt to not be on that route? I think, I think what you do versus who you are is two completely different things. Um, like, Explain. I mean, if the fame comes with your job, that's fame, but... You don't think it changes you? No, I don't. I think whoever you were before you were famous is who you are when you're famous. Mm. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think it enhances exactly who you are. Yeah. But, yeah. There's a lot of trash people out there, I guess. Yeah, I don't but think it's just... Like, <laughs> I don't think it's the... I think the fame just gives them more access to be either trash or greater. It doesn't really, I don't think it's, it's the one that determined who they were going to be. Mm. Yeah. Just gives you more access. I agree. I think I, I agree to a degree, but I think, I mean, anyone who has that type of success, well, I guess it goes back to wait, already being in them. I guess I was mm -hmm. going to say anyone who has that type of success has temptation all around, but it goes back to who they were as a person. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're like... I mean, even Tiger Woods. <laughs> I thought he was a stand-up guy. And then you find... Because that's the thing. It's like when it comes to... I mean, they, we only see what a public relations manager wants us to see yeah. and the part of people's lives that they're willing to share, right? Yeah. So if their image creation, down to even their outfits, their style, mm -hmm. like if whatever they want us to see is what we're going to see. And I think that's the thing about fame is like, you can't hold on to fame as who you are because that's wild. That's insane. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I don't, I, I think if you are a stand-up guy or a stand-up girl beforehand, mm -hmm. you're going to be a stand-up guy. You have values. It's all about having values, I think. Yeah. Um, and even people who start very young, you know, they can still change and... yeah. If you grew up in it, you could still be like, okay, maybe reel it in a little bit, and but it's who you are. Yeah, I think, but I think you can change. I mean, not everyone. Yeah, there's people who I guess can be saints their whole life, but I think that if, if oh, you're no, willing, no, if no. you're willing to change, I think at some point you can change who you were. Oh yes, absolutely. No, you know? yeah, you can grow up. You can grow <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, you can grow up, but and um, change what's important to you. And change, the type yeah. of values that you have. Exactly, but I don't think you do it because of the fame. You do it because it's something that you genuinely want for yourself. Mm. You know, it's not because like, oh, I want people to see me this way or whatever. It's like mm, I kind of want to be a better person for myself. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I I really hope that speaking spoken from a famous person. Huh. I said you being famous asking this I, I question. <laughs> Say, Chris. You know, there's everything's perspective. Everything you know, is you know perspective, what's so crazy to me? Just I forgot who is. I've been starting to see people that I follow, who like whenever I saw that, whenever I met them, and you know, I'm like, dang, this person's following me. They had like 400k. I'm like, yo, they're so famous. And then you're like, wait a minute. Now, I now, now I'm there on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not famous. What are you talking about? But it's I all about perspective. Thought, 
yeah this person yeah perspective is for yeah. sure but i really hope that He's one of my idols. LeBron James is, is as good he's as he's a fan of press. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, really, <laughs> I really hope. I mean, it's none of my business, but I just like his story. All these years in the league, high school sweetheart, still yeah. no blemish. You know who else would thought like that? Kobe. Rest in peace. We're going to edit this out. Please edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... but he had blemishes. He did, but like he did, before, but he was he able to rebound. Actually, he was able yeah. to rebound from that. That is, mm. yeah, he did. He, he had so he this, rebounded this actually, when he retired. No, he rebounded in his career. It's hit, but the thing is, his game was so good, so good, right? It, people were people overlooking, everything, overlooking else. everything that happened. Yeah, but, and okay, so that that goes into because you have a bad situation does that make you a terrible person for the rest of your life i don't think so no i don't think so either you know and i think he rebounded pretty well i don't know, I don't know if that so. ever happened again but uh, kobe's also one of my favorite players he's a great player hands yeah. down but 100%. you know his greatest of all time he's a goat yeah yeah uh, no i don't know if he's a goat he's up there though Kobe, he's up there. Well, I guess LeBron now is. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's. But can you only have people, one guy? A lot okay, of people yeah. say Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm a LeBron guy. My dad would agree with you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a LeBron. Sure. I'm a LeBron guy, but we won't go into that. Why doesn't I Steph Curry mean, ever I get these, this love? He never he, gets. He's this. starting to. He's starting to. He's starting to. Yeah, I, they're not saying he's the goat, but they are putting him in the conversation with the oh. like, top ten. Top ten. That's so crazy because it's like the best like three point shooter, but he never gets. I guess because like that's what he does. He doesn't have the versatility. He's oh, he's very versatile, and he's definitely one of the best players to ever play the game. But if you go with he's he's competing against giants, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Uh, yeah, those are Mm -hmm. I mean those are my top two: LeBron, Michael first. LeBron over Michael. LeBron then Michael. LeBron over Michael. Yeah, I have a case for it too. Please. Okay. If you're a franchise starting a team and you want one person to make, to maximize how good your team could be, any, you can pick any player in their prime in history. You'd have to pick LeBron because LeBron can do absolutely everything. He can post up, he can pass, he can score. He's the leading scorer of the league ever. He's taken so many trash teams to the finals. I think there's a huge case for him. I think he automatically makes any team in his prime a contender. I think Michael Jordan is the ultimate killer, the ultimate scorer. But I think if you gave LeBron the same trash players and you gave Michael Jordan the same exact identical clones, I think LeBron's team would do better. Do you think... LeBron has more resources available to him to make him a better player than Michael had. Oh, you're saying to today? Mm-hmm. Well, of Michael course, of course he has more resources. So does that factor in? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's. I'm not. I'm not saying either Michael or LeBron are better. I. I yeah, I mean, I think most. Them, I think but. most people think Michael's better. Like that. Most people have that. If I think when I've seen all, most polls, Michael Jordan is number one, and it won't. Who's the better businessman? I mean, Michael Jordan makes more, I guess. So you have to go to him. He's, he owns Jordan. But 
Depends on which he business. He doesn't own Jordan. Right? I mean, he depends on which business. You know, he's got the Jordan brand, but him as an owner of a franchise, he kind of wasn't that good. So true, depends. Actually, yeah, but yeah. I think LeBron's well on his way. He may eclipse him eventually one day, but don't take time. Yeah. How we get on basketball? I don't know. I'll talk I about basketball know, with you. I know. I, I talk about basketball with you. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. Well, so going back to your career, mm-hmm. where? What's the end goal? For my career or for me? <laughs> I guess we all die. For your career. I know you, you talked about you want a TV show. Is that the ultimate? Is that the ultimate no, goal? No, the ultimate goal is to be free. Be free? Yeah. Um, I think people say like money can buy happiness, but money can buy you the freedom to, to, to be invested in happiness, to pursue the things that make you happy, to find out what makes you happy. So mm. whatever that is. I mean, this goal of mine to have a show, I mean, in my, like the, the trajectory of the show might change in like four or five years, but it, I know that the trajectory will move into things that make me happy, mm-hmm. um, into things that, again, that freedom. The, the, yeah, the goal is to be free. Be free to just do whatever I want and pursue everything that makes me happy without feeling restricted about like money or whatever, just mm-hmm. to be, to be free. That's yeah. my exact thoughts. That's awesome. I love it. So, I have... Two more questions for you. The first question is, where can people find you online? Online, lifeonabanjo.com, but on Instagram, Banjo, and TikTok, Banjo, everywhere, Banjo. Okay. And I'll also link that in the description. So if anyone wants to check out Lalu, go ahead. Um, the last question. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, what is the impact that you want to have on the world? Hmm. I want to expose people to the hidden gems within themselves and around them. That is my, that's my purpose. That's my goal is to have you tap, like by seeing me live my life. I mean, people go luxurious, all these things, but it's really just me tapping into the hidden gem within myself and the hidden gems around me. So how do you do that for yourself to empower people to see their lives as luxurious, as by just tapping into their own hidden gems within themselves, their own power, their own freedom, um, what makes them happy and to have the resources to be like, yeah, I can do that. Like, you know, giving people the empowerment, not just by looking at my life, but also the tools as well, um, the space, the resources to be able to have their own world of their own hidden gems and to be able to not limit themselves to wherever they're from or how they grew up or their story, but also know that their story is always developing. Like they're, you are a gem. I mean, when you find like gold, when you find diamond, it's a gem, but you don't really know. It takes someone to be like, I'm going to commit to finding this thing. And Mm. that's what I want for people. I want to, I want people to say, yeah, I, I did that because she, she gave me the space to do that. I did that by looking at her. I did that. Like there's no limit, you know, Mm. to help find the freedom. I love that. Exposing What's people yours? Hidden gems. Oh, this is usually where I cut it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Go ahead and ask me the question. Okay. When it's all said and done, <laughs> what is your end goal? What's that the question? How did you say? What was the impact you want to have on the world? Oh, let me say it again. 
when it's all said and done, what's the impact you want to have on the world? Sacred. <laughs> it's so weird you asking me this question. But the impact that I want to have on the world is no matter what I'm doing, because I don't know how long I'm going to be a content creator. I don't know if I'm going to go into something else that fuels me a little bit more. But whatever I'm doing, whatever is that, that, whatever is that next thing, I want to be able to use that as a way to inspire others. And that's why I've started speaking a lot more. You know, I think that you, Lalu, there are only so many people, there, there are so many people that you can touch mm. that will listen to you. You're going to say the same exact thing that someone else had said didn't click. You said it, it clicks. Mm. I know it's the same thing for everybody in this world and I, I, I'm the same way. So I want to be able to reach the people that I think I resonate with the most, whether that's through content creation, whether it's through, if I ever get into acting, whether it's through making someone feel good, making them feel like, this was the best set I ever heard. I want to get into DJing. I want to make you, f I, want, I want to make someone feel seen. I want, I, I, want, I want to make someone feel seen, yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. I want them, to, and I, I think if you feel like someone is going through the same thing as you, and you see that they've been able to get out of it, I think that could really you know, inspire you to do the same. So just, yeah, I just want to be able to impact people with the work that I do for a living in some way, shape, or form. That's nice. I love that. And I'm going to ask you one more question because you asked me and I think you are really just saying it now, but you can cut it. Um, what's the end goal for your career when it comes to your career? The end goal for my career, I just want to do what makes me happy. Well, okay, so... Like what's next? What, what are the goals, the big goals? Well, so this is, this is what's next. This is my baby. Um, I, I started this podcast to really... It's kind of selfish. I want to get better at speaking. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I want to have interesting conversations with people like you. And, you know, if it blows up, great. But this is something that I really like to do. And I really want to... I say if it blows up, great. No. I want to blow this up. <gasps> okay. Uh, so it's, 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 it's changed over time, actually. And so big that, things that, are coming. I think that's how I started it. You know, if it blows up, great. But no, actually, I, I really do want to blow this up. I think we can have... You don't. I don't have to be speaking to a celebrity for someone to get something out of it. You know, everyday mm -hmm, people, mm -hmm. you can still get little nuggets from Absolutely. that you can learn from. And the hidden gems, yeah. Yeah, the, exactly, hidden gems. That, that's, that's you. And I, 
So my goal is to really blow this up. But I think my end goal, as of now, because things change, but my end goal, I want to end up on a stage DJing. I, I, I love music. Oh, my gosh. I see, like, such Virgil Abloh vibes. Like the what? Virgil Abloh, do you know him? No, who's that? He's um, He was the creative director for Louis Vuitton, but before that, he was the guy who, who owned Off-White. Oh, okay. He was a DJ uh-huh. while he also did fashion. Yeah, so literally he would throw like these like, I mean, humongous like fashion shows for Louis Vuitton and Off-White. And like at night, he would DJ like these insane parties. Like really? everyone was there. Yeah. What kind of music? He was EDM actually. Your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> he was EDM. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see. I see that. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what I want to do great. with EDM. Yeah. I think... I think EDM music or electronic music in general, it, it crosses borders. It crosses it languages. It's, it's a beat. It's a vibe. The community's great. So I want to be able to participate in that and make people feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been to an Amar Piano concert? Amar, no. So Amar Piano is the South African genre of electronic music. So it combines... Is it uh, black coffee that? No, you don't like black coffee? Yeah, I don't mind her. No, no black coffee's a guy. Oh, <laughs> didn't. I, am I thinking of someone else? I'm not thinking of coffee, not black coffee. Yeah, black yeah, I coffee. I think I'm thinking of coffee. Um, but yeah, insert a little thing of <laughs> black coffee. I'm going to play it for um, you. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. hear it. You know, keep going though. But a my piano is like a combination of like Afrobeats and electronic. And let me tell you something. Whenever you go to like a party or a festival, it feels so freaking good. And you got to like see yeah. them dance and everything. Like, I think that's the thing with electronic music. It's like, yeah, I agree with everything you said. It's a, it's, I actually it's didn't know you liked electronic music. I do. That's what's up. I do. That's a vibe. I don't know. Something about it is just like, yeah. That's a vibe. It is a vibe. That's the word. It's a vibe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I plan on being you will be. I believe. Yeah. Anytime. Did you, already, did you already start? Yeah, I bought some DJ decks, but I stopped. I started and I stopped. What? What made you wanna? What made you wanna DJ? I've always. Well, no. So I developed into wanting to get into film, video, video work. Wait, as on in front of the camera or behind the camera? No, this on, on this in front of the camera. I don't know how this happened, but no, I wanted to do stuff like I do with you, just, you know, film, create content, mm-hmm. create commercials, just whatever the vibe is. I, I've always been a creative person to a mm-hmm. degree. Um, and one thing that's I've always loved is music. And I, when I went to my first rave, I was tripped out. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is the dopest thing I've ever seen. And then every time I've gone to one, I'm just like, yo, this is so cool. It's And it's just uh, the feeling that you get from these DJs mm-hmm. playing and everybody's in unison, you know, just going hard. It's I want to be able to participate in that, just leading it, leading all these zombies. Mm-hmm. You know? You're like the, what the, what they call them? Um, there's a word that I read this one time. It's like the vibe creator or something like that. Yeah. 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 They had, she just had a festival in Portugal. She apparently said it was like incredible. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrow World, Tomorrowland? No, not that one. No, I know the way I knew Tomorrowland, but not that one. There was I another know, Tomorrowland, one. Tomorrowland, Portugal. Yeah, man. my friend just went actually. I think. I'm going to show you Black Coffee real quick and then okay. we'll, we'll sign off. But let me see this person's face actually. 
Yeah, I don't know this person. Is that the type of music? Hmm. I've never heard this before. Really? Oh, I'm mm. putting you on then. <laughs> oh. Is it kind of like that, no? No, let me play it on my piano well, usually for you. it's not like a, a white person singing. But that's pretty good. But that, that sounds interesting. Let me play. Oh, okay. We'll see some. Actually, you got to see them do it with the dance. Jeez. Because it's, <laughs> if, and, and, I, and then imagine a whole like festival just doing that. It's like intense. Uh, no, I was saying jeez because I'm like, dang, I usually end it on, 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 a, <laughs> on that, that. I asked you that question. Oh, then we just do <laughs> you want to ask it again? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. No, you can. No, it's if that's cool. how you sign off. That's your no, signature. No, it doesn't have to be. Listen, uh, you're a unique person, so we'll do it a different way. This is this is super <laughs> flowy. Gonna... It doesn't have to have us. And I wanted this to be kind of like uh, you can shut it off so you can hear me. I don't. Yeah. Know. Oh yeah. But Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. But yeah, no. This is this is a. I, I like the whole Joe Rogan approach. Just let the com let the conversation flow. Mm. So, okay. it's but, your show. But I appreciate you interviewing me a little bit at the end. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other questions or? Don't worry, I'll send you a PDF and then I'll post it online once you answer your questions. A PDF for what? Of my questions, don't or I'll uh, do a podcast and you'll be on it. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, whenever you're ready to start that up. She okay. Wants, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to tell them? Should I? I mean, you. I mean, it's not here yet, so yeah, I don't know. Well, but no, yes, there's we, a podcast coming out. Yeah, we had a conversation off camera. Yes, you want to do a podcast? Had no idea. I think you'd be a great host. Oh, thank so y'all. I would love to be on the podcast. Don't ask me anything too crazy. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> you already know me. <laughs> maybe we'll have some wine. Yeah. All right. Or yeah. beer. Maybe, maybe it'll it'll flow off after some wine. Yeah. But we'll see. I appreciate you for coming over here, spending time. You could be anywhere oh, in the you. world, but you chose to be on this podcast, and I really do appreciate that. Oh, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Let's if I was def- anywhere in the world, you would be there too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely got to do this again. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this was fun. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right, signing off. All right.